In the grim darkness of the second millennia, there is only a shitty podcast hosted by three dorks. A podcast about the grim darkness of the 41st millennia and how incredibly stupid it is. This is Grim Dorks. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Grim Borks, a discussion podcast about the dogs of the Warhammer. Wait, hold on. That's the wrong show. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to Dorkcraft, a discussion podcast about Warcraft Classic. Wait, also the wrong show. Fuck. Gr- Grim Fuzzy, Dorks. what show is this? It's Grim oh, Dorks. Grim Dorks, a lore and discussion podcast about the Warhammer 40,000 universe. Oh, shit. And with me, as always, are my two favorite battle suits. Uh, hi, I'm XV8 Crisis Fuzzy. Oh, damn, I forgot the names. Um, <laughs> I don't know, I'm the mech who has the stupid Japanese blade who eats blood, uh, Brayden. <laughs> oh, we're getting there. That's today. That is today. Also, that's not a mech, that's a man inside a mech. <laughs> no, it's the mech. Uh, I also, learned today what his sword is made of. Stupidity. Oh, Unobtainium. We're, we'll get uh, there. No, save it. Pocket it. Okay. Before so before we get in, we're real talking about town. Real quick, uh, uh, me and some friends. You can buy a three pack of crisis suits that come uh-huh. with six uh, drones, mm-hmm. and and uh, so my friends and I are basically splitting it because we don't want an army. We just want the models to paint and look cool on our shelves. Um, right. But, uh, a... Those fucking things are surprisingly complex to fucking build, and come in (laughs) venerable sheets. Like... I believe it. It is... It does not fuck around. Uh, have I... Have I ever told you the story of how I got my Tau models? No. Okay. Uh, this... This will be the short before we get into the actual lore section. Uh... So I played with some friends of a friend who they had, like, a ridiculous amount of models. Like, I'm talking thousands of dollars worth of models. I think they had the entire Ultramarines chapter. Damn. Organized by company. Jesus. In addition to all the other armies they had laying around. And they had a guy who played Tau, and then he just dropped off the face of the earth and left all of his shit there. And they were like, hey, do you want this? And, you know, I was 17 and said, of course I do. So now I have just a bunch of town models that my dad painted in, like, Vietnam tiger jungle camo. Nice. Yeah, they look really sick. I'll, I'll send, <laughs> I'll put some pictures on the, on the Twitter later. Fierce. Nice. Uh, but yeah, so... We are going to get started with everyone's favorite blue sun zoo in space. <laughs> oh, well, no. okay. Welcome to Tau Part Two, uh, the Tauening, the, the Tau Boogaloo. Um, we were talking about characters. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, Fuzzy, yeah, yeah, Fuzzy. Yeah. Electric blue galoo. We did it. <laughs> we got there. <laughs> we can stop now. That's all we needed. This has been the last episode of Grimdarks. Yeah, we could, we, could, we could just hang it up now. We're not getting better than that. That was peak. Um. Anyway, uh, continue continue to stay with us for everything being downhill from here. Uh, what was the thing? Oh, we're talking about characters this time. Uh, yeah. Talking about individuals that are important within Tau and some of the things Tau motherfuckers have done uh, and shenanigans they've gotten into. Uh, it it's gonna go about as well as you expect it to, uh, badly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, starting off, uh, I guess we'll start off with two ethereals. Eh, no, we're starting with uh, with Papa Pure because we're okay. going in chronological order. Uh, kind of. Okay. So, uh... Right, I got Sun Tzu confused with, uh... Uh, Space Pope and the, the monk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Space Sun Tzu is a firecast leader known as Commander Puretide. And he is the... The robot girly man of the Tau, as in he wrote the book. Oh. Quite literally. Yes. He wrote a book 
uh, that when <laughs> characters in the fiction quote it, they're basically just spouting off Sun Tzu quotes. Like, literal art, the art of war quotes. Oh, no. Why? <laughs> because it's Games Workshop and they're awful. Yeah. Uh, and he, like, the Imperium has crusades, the Tau Empire has uh, called Sphere Expansion Campaigns. I think they're on the fourth one. Third or fourth. Might be third. Doesn't matter. What does matter is Pure Tide wrote the book, got hurt, and retired to live as basically Master Roshi on his home planet of Dal Dalith. Okay. Uh, and he lives on top of Mount Kanji. You're you're kidding me. K-A-N apostrophe J-I I've <sighs> I hate Warhammer Mount, okay Continue, because Lord Does it get worse than this? Probably Okay, I was about to say, is this the bottom of the barrel? Because I hope it is Because Lord uh. Uh, the rock bottom is only is only an illusion, as we will soon find out. Oh, Lord. So he, he wrote the book, and the book, I guess, is nigh incomprehensible, because m- very few people can actually understand all of it at the same time. Okay. Which is basically explained as, no one can fully assimilate all the ideas in the book. Which I find to be insane or tower just yeah this is the failure of a book if he wrote it all down for people for other to pass it on clearly if only the tau had a really clear concise system of written language but what would we call that i don't know they might have to call it japanese <laughs> with a fucking J apostrophe A P A N E S E. I can't. I can't wait for us to get to uh, the broad-shouldered Tau Darkstrider because when we tell Braden his real name, he's gonna shit himself. It better be like Toyota Honda or some shit because <laughs> that's a deep cut for us, but that's very good. Uh uh, anyway, okay, can so I can wrote... I tell him Dark Strider's name real quick? I want to hear Braden sure. himself now. Sure. Uh, we're gonna get to him more, but a, a motherfucker badass loose cannon Tau Pathfinder is uh, Sub Commander Dark Strider. He that <laughs> walks on scene, aka El Miyamoto. <sighs> Why? Why? Fuck you. That's not his real name. <laughs> it is. M y a m o t o Miyamoto. L Miyamoto. God yep. lord, it's like fucking aliens just like took all of our broadcasts and just combined <laughs> them into one fucking name. Lord. God. God. Uh, the best part is he basically is Miyamoto Musashi too. <laughs> we'll get to him in a second, though. Okay. Anyway, back to Space Sun Tzu. Okay. Uh-huh. So, so uh, he lives on this mountain, and three uh, Merry Blues come to visit him. Okay. And these are three of the, the main characters we're going to be talking about today. Uh, Farsight, Shadow Sun, and Kai's. Okay. Uh... <clears throat> They become the greatest generals that exist in the Tau Empire. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pure Tide, as, as most people do, dies. Yep. But as he is reaching the end of his life, the Ethereal Council decides that his, his knowledge and mind is too valuable. So they... They take a little sippy. <clears throat> they take a scanny and create the Pure Tide Engram Neurochip. Oh, so they turn him into an AI? Kind of. Uh, yeah. Oh. Pretty much. Oh, it's, they haloed him. It's a chip. 
and you uh, you put the chip into someone's brain. Hold on, fuck my ass. I just remembered something. Mm-hmm. Yes. Remember that game with the blue dudes, and it, like they were all doing the D Day, but every time one of your blue dudes, one of the other blue dudes died, your character would take their memories and personality. And, like, attach it to his gun, or to his helmet, or to his backpack. Yeah, very, very vaguely. I literally only remember that part, but the fact that it's blue dudes getting their minds put in brain chips kind of (laughs) hard to overlook here, since we're talking about a blue dude who got his mind put in a brain chip. I mean, that just sounds like Halo. So... I mean, yeah, there's a lot of Halo, Let that, too. Yeah, because, like... What was the name of that game, God? Having brain chips with, with AI constructs based off of actual people, it's just Halo. <laughs> yeah. So, the Earthcast scans his brain, uh-huh. which is at the expense of Pure Tide's own life. Yep. And they have this neurochip, and uh, when they were creating it, he told Farsight, because Farsight had to actually do the deed... Oh, they're like, you gotta stab him, boy. They told him. He told Farsight, don't trust them all, my child. Which, that'll come up later. Speaking particularly about the ethereals. Mm -hmm. And yes, Uh, it'll come up later. So Farsight was fighting a battle against the Imperium, and the ethereals decided to deploy the Ingram chip. Uh, What this does is overrides the person's personality. Oh, somewhat. no. And then, uh... Not completely, tur- but somewhat. And then once it's turned off, they're basically brain dead. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. And, fun fact, <laughs> the Purity chip suffers from the same thing the Codex uh, Astartes does when we talked about uh, them uh, Marines fighting Tyranids. Puritide never fought Tyranids. So he's like, mm, I don't uh, know. <laughs> shit. Uh, advanced AI, what do we do? Fuck if I know. Uh, shoot it. Yeah. All it right, should so. be noted that despite the fact that often the Puritide chip will leave the person brain dead, several have had Puritide chips turned on and then off and then lived. Not brain dead. Namely, the three pupils that we will talk about later. I don't think they've ever had chips. Farsight had the chip put in him. Explicitly. I carumba. Yep. Interesting. I know, and that, and at least on tabletop, you can put the chip in any crisis suit, including named character ones, so... Methinks that uh, Farsight, Shadow Sun, and Kais all live to tell the tale. Yeah. Yeah. So, the question is do we talk uh, about the Ethereals now, or do we talk about the, the kids? I could go either way. What do you think, Brayden? Children. The children. Alright. Alright. Do we want to do the Sundere, the Char Clone, or the Vigabu? We're gonna put the best. Char Clone goes at the end because he's the meat. Yes. So Shadow Sun. Or, uh, Commander O. Shasera. Shasera. The most Sundere, according to Fanon. And actually cold hearted, manipulative, and a badass. You know. A Sundere. Yeah. You know. That's what that is, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm not much of a weeb, so I'm not sure. Me and Fuzzy, as uh, weeb masters, we know. Alright. Okay, so... so Fuzzy, you want to hit us with some of the Shadow Sun? Uh, well... Basically, uh, Child Prodigy Blue Edition, like... That's that's all three of the the pure tide kids though. Yeah, all three pure tide kids basically all of them got trained together at the same time. All of them were like, "Wow, these three firecast kids are pimp daddies. Holy shit." Uh Oh, wait. Uh I have I have a little bit of flavor on this one. Go nuts. 
the the way that firecast children are trained is just like Ender's Games Battle School. Yeah. Like almost exactly. They have a battle dome. They go through a lot of really weird simulation slash psycho horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. It sucks. There's uh I was reading about Farsight's experiences and it was a lot of oh you died in the simulation, that means you passed. Wait that no. That doesn't make sense. It was all about uh, giving of yourself to to the greater good. Uh, well, that's but at dumb. the same time, of course, uh, these three fucking kids would naturally all get high scores before dying. Yeah. Fuckers. Uh, I'm telling you, Mary Blue. Mary Blues. Um, the lot of them. Uh... Literally the moment all three of these, and I'm going to talk about all three of them as a group until they split up individually, because it's easier that way. Um, all three of them, basically, the moment they got out of being Pure Tide's uh, pupils, all got promoted to Commanders of a Cadre. Tau military forces are Cadres. Fun fact. Oh. Uh, they... Yeah, it's like a Space Marine chapter. Yeah. yeah. There's several cadres in a theater. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, Shadow Sun got a cadre, Kais got a cadre, Farsight got a cadre, all all nine yards. Um, and then they split up. Uh, Shasera, the Shadow Sun, uh, ended up on the defense end of the Damocles Crusade, which was the first time the Imperium met our favorite blue fucks. Um, at least post them getting technology, and generally made a name for herself amongst the Imperium for being uh, that Lady Tau who keeps taking off her helmet and yelling at us. Uh, except her yelling is also accompanied by a lot of plasma. Nice. Uh, yeah. Um, and then meanwhile, the on the other end of things, uh, the, Imper uh, the Imperium was getting their shit pounded in by uh, two other friends and brothers in arms. Uh, I'm just going to kind of alternate between all of these because it makes so sense. Be before the jump, I'd like to explain where the name Shadow Sun came from. Sure. Okay. So, uh, Shasera was fighting orcs, as you do, because Tala fought a lot of orcs over the years. And she arranged her fleet in front of the star to create an eclipse to then do a stealth mission and melta the orc war boss in the head a lot. What? It's not nighttime, Thus, so I'll make it nighttime. Yeah. Exactly. And she literally used a fusion blaster to melt the entire fucker into a pile of boiling muck. Nice. Then the rest of the Delicious. army attacked and fucking devastated that orc warband. Yeah! It was sick and also nasty. Uh, she's also uh, fiercely loyal to uh, the greater good and... Uh, Bordering on the point where, like, it seems like she legit buys into it even more than any ethereal mind control can possibly bring her. <laughs> uh, oh, interesting. Which, so she you know, really drained the Kool-Aid. Seems like it. Uh, at least based on my understanding of uh, Shadow Sun. But, you mm. know, the fuck do I know? I read wiki articles. Um... <laughs> Da, 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 da. Uh, yeah, the, in general, she just kicks ass and takes names. Uh, that's the majority of... I, I'm not going to read what the hell she did in the third sphere... sphere who, 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 uh, third sphere expansion, but mm -hmm. I'm sure it is... Uh, oh, wait, never mind. I see Kato Sicarius is a hyperlink here, so I'm going to read this real quick. Uh, she pounded his ass in. Nice! Nice. 
God! Should probably elaborate on who Kato Sicarius is. Kato Sicarius! No. Okay. Is, um... He's a quote-unquote hero of the Ultramarines who has a list of accomplishments longer than anyone cares to try to remember. He is the captain of the Second Company. Uh, among his titles are Master of the Watch, Knight Champion of McCrag, Grand Duke of Talisar, and High Shiggity-Dee of Who Gives a Fuck, to quote the 1D4 article. Because um, we're not original here. Point being... Everyone hates him because he is 10,000 pounds of un... What's it called? Uncut Matt Wardian spiritual legionarianness. Um, yeah. He is superhuman stupid in terms of how much shit he gets away with. Uh, to the point where we half expect him to personally kick a Catan in the dick and get away with that. When in reality, okay. everyone should be eviscerated by such a thing. Unless, of course, there's a whisper mm -hmm. on the wind. It's Slime Arbo. <laughs> uh, if you slime okay, Arbo, okay, then, so... then you can kick a katan in the dick. But only if you Here, slide here's... fucking Marbo. Here's where we can cut Shadow Sun. So Shadow Sun uh, is the master of the, the ambush mode. Gets ambushed, okay, on a on a planet Voltoris. Uh huh. Fall, falls back to a planet called Prefectia. Uh huh. Kills a Raven Guard chapter master. All right. Like, in a battle suit, she cannot take in the actual game. Fuck you. I'm just, just fucking. I'm just adding some flair. <laughs> John, put some flavor on that. Kick it up a notch. Bam! Alright, so she kills that Raven and, Guard. And then they're on this planet called Agrelin. Mm -hmm. And that's where we're gonna stop. Alright. With her. And we're gonna move to. Oh, yeah, that's not what. Char, but the other one. Kai. Kai. So, uh. Shasokais is important for two reasons. Mm hmm. One. He's the motherfucker. He is the Amuro of the kids. Excellent. To just keep our Gundam shit going. He is very much the young one who pulled his ass up and became a badass. And interestingly, almost all of his lore is in video games. Because Shasso Kais was not always a Shasso. The first game he appeared in is Warhammer 40,000 Fire Warrior. A mediocre at best first-person shooter where you play a Tau Fire Warrior and kick some ass and take some names. It, uh, wasn't great by any means. Uh, but also about as lore-conscious as, oh, I don't know, a coma patient? Um, interesting. It's very stupid. He li literally single-handedly as a fire warrior kills a lord of change, which I remind you is a daemon prince of Siege. Uh, he also sword fights a space marine and wins, and uh, it's literally his first day in... First day on the job, and he kills a Lord of Change by himself. It's very silly. But, sha but then, uh, what's it, what, what's that rank called? Um, Shaslakais gets his oh. ass promoted to Shasso. He got promoted from, like, corporal to fucking, sar no. Gen that's general. General, yeah, to general. Um... General uh -uh. Kais now is loaded up in a full battle suit and ready to shit all over dudes. He uh -huh. is very much a combat ace and also the protagonist of the Tau campaign in Dawn of War Dark Crusade. 
He is uh, willing to talk to people. He is manly. He is charismatic. He is willing to diplomacy anything. But downside, he's talking to, oh, I don't know, a fleet of galaxy-eating hell creatures, a, a, a planet full of space terminators who don't have personalities at this point in canon, uh, a megalomaniacal imperium full of bureaucracy and idiocy, uh, a megalomaniacal series of war bands full of chaos and idiocy, uh, a bunch of green idiots who just like to go fast and blow shit up, a bunch of knife-eared idiots who like to stay in their bone fucking prisons, and a bunch of knife-eared idiots who like to go fast and whip people. All in all- Did you say bone prison? I- I- Keep in mind, a craft world is made of psychic bone. What? Well, I'll t we'll talk about it during the Eldar episodes, but to make a long story short, uh, all craft world stuff is made out of wraith bone, which is a bone made of psychic energies that is sung into existence. Okay. Yep. It's dumb. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it more later, uh, but also here's your daily reminder that Eldar shit crystals. Anyway, Shasso Kais doesn't have really a lot going on. He's kind of just a badass who deserves props. Um, he's also got a fuckload of guns on the man. God bless him. I'd really so love the... to see him in actual, um, what's it called? See him on the tabletop? tabletop? Yeah. See him actually get some recognition on the actual tabletop uh, as a unit. And I'd even love to see him as two versions, either a battlesuit version or a regular fire warrior version. I think both mm -hmm. would be really cool, because just having Kais run around as the fire warrior without a care would be dope. Uh, something to note about uh, Kais in relation to the other two children. The other two are extent are like personifications of the two ideals of Tau combat. And Kais, when, you know, when they're training together, Kais is an exemplification of wanting to be a one-man army. Which he is. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's very funny because it, all that lore was probably written retroactively. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It 100% was. So, very, very silly. As re real quick, I don't know if we've established. Well, we did briefly last time, but as a reminder, uh, the two s main styles of Tao combat are Mont Ka, the Killing Blow, and Kao Yong, the Patient Hunter. Which take a wild guess what Space Char and Space Sela fucking. Hi, welcome to Mobile Suit Grim Dorix. <laughs> Where's Chris? Where's Chris? <laughs> um. Hi, I'm Chris. No, you're not. Uh, <laughs> we wish you were Chris. Uh, Damn. Wow, that was meaner than Damn. I wanted it to be. I'm sorry. No, Damn. Wait, I didn't mean it. <laughs> Baby, come back. You know what? Fuck this. Fuck this show. I'll be in my trailer. Wait, who? When did we get him a trailer? When did he oh, weld it's... a trailer to this ship? I mean, yeah, he, he put it on the last port we got to. I don't know how he did it. It took a while, but why do you think it took us like six? Like why we were six hours late for launch? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Because we technically can't leave without him. So yeah. Like that's John, just come back. <laughs> we do need you. You you had you took the papers with you, and we we have to look at the papers. John, space char. And you also put the paper STC in your room, so... <laughs> it's true, we have no ability to make paper up here. Yeah, they we used to call it a vent. printer, I think, but... Yeah, we're, we're also slowly forgetting real-life things living on this giant spaceship, despite the fact we can technically go back down at any time. Yeah, it's, but that's boring. It's true. <laughs> When's John gonna come back? I don't I'm know. 
I feel so alone without the low hum of his background noise. I know. <laughs> Empty inside, really. Empty. Cold and unfeeling. Okay, okay, I'm back. Uh, thank God. Fucking. Thank God. All right. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm glad you uh, have the papers it. with you as well. Oh, you know it, baby. So, so Char. Yep, Space Char. Uh, space Char! Yes. So, Space Char, a.k.a. Chasso Viorla Chauva Kais Montier, or mm-hmm. if you like less syllables in your Space Char, Commander Farsight. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he is one of the few beings that orcs fear. Excellent. He is. Uh, because he has killed so many orcs on several planets. Interesting uh, fact. Uh, Viorla means hot-blooded. Oh. Weird. In in Tau. That's good. Uh, which can only mean good things. That means he's a calm, cool, and collected warrior. He paints his mech red. Yup, because he's a Cause, char. Because he knows what's good, boy. <laughs> boy. Boy would be Where's that, where's that pigeon meme? <laughs> boy. Uh, on top of that, uh, he is one of... Well, as mentioned... In the history of Tau, they don't know much about punching things. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They or stabbing. No, no, they don't learn melee really at all. Oh. Unless your name is Chasso Viola Chauva Montier. In which I case... Swear to fuck, if you do this one more time, I am stopping the show. Well, you I'm... studied the plasma gun, I studied the blade. Actually, oh yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, he did. He really Wait, did. I think there's a quote about this. Hold on. Ah, um, uh, yes. Uh, learn to shorten your reach. If your foe can come close enough to negate your striking power, all stratagem is lost. Well, so that's just the thing. Most Tau don't understand how hand-to-hand combat works. And uh-huh. while... Farsight was being a hot-blooded badass throughout. I just realized 90% of Tau character canon, all of them know each other. So this is actually narratively a very good way of tying everything together. Um, yeah, because we're, we're starting from where they all know each other and ending where they're all together again. Right, and I'm about to tie into another character. Because, so, uh, Shova here knew... He was missing something, and it just so happened that a certain ethereal happened to cross his path at this point. Um, that uh, taught him how to do some motherfucking up-close combat, and which also taught him how to beat the shit out of orcs. That, okay. that ethereal's name is Wan Shi. Whose name literally means <laughs> victory. Okay. Wan Shi is, in essence, Space Benkei, or okay. uh, Space Bruce Lee, or actually, who's like the most badass kung fu dude with a staff? Oh, he's Space, space Lubu. Yeah, he's Space Lubu. He's Space Lubu. Um, so Space Lubu is. An enlightened warrior monk who, unlike most of his ethereal brethren, does not spend most of his time thinking and being all fucking wigwammy about shit. <clears throat> Instead, he takes his two-bladed staff that the ethereals carry and knows how to use it. <laughs> Alright. He's generally a charismatic fellow and uh, also kicks ass. Like, to the point where he, almost alone, fucking killed a horde of orcs and beheaded their leader. Uh, with very little firecast assistance. So imagine one badass 
grayish blue dude who looks like a crusty old man sprinting across a battlefield with a double-bladed staff, nicking orcs into soup until he runs up to the biggest orc and fucking beheads him by himself. I would like to change his name to, um, how can I put this delicately, Bluce Lee. Blue right. blue. Blue blue. blue, blue. <laughs> yep. John, have you played a Dynasty Warriors game? No. Then you aren't <laughs> understanding the majesty of Lou Blue. You are correct. Lou so, Blue is incredible. Lou Blue, blue is literally in a in a world of which killing a thousand people in a single like sword swipe is common. This man kills a million like it ain't nothing and then walks onto the battlefield like what's up? Like, when you see him on the battlefield from miles away, you run. Because yeah. you know he's going to come for your ass, and he's going to turn you into a kebab. Everyone, for that ass. everyone understands how badass Lubu is, and so when they did the What If campaign, where they don't follow what actually happened in the Romance of the Three Kingdoms, and we just do, what if Lu Blue, what if Lubu just hammered home his shit? Uh, he wins and becomes king of everything. That's yep. what Lu Bu does. Because Lu Bu is a motherfucker. Uh, anyway. Bladed stick man aside, he teaches Farsight how to stab a fucker. And, uh, well, Farsight continues to stab fuckers. Uh, he gets a Puritide chip after a Puritide dies. During the Damocles Crusade, he's skating around the battlefield, shanking motherfuckers all over the place. Nice. Uh, the com Basically, due to Farsight stabbing them at the back, literally, and Shadow Sun shooting them quietly from the front, uh, they manage to fuck up the Imperium during these fights. <laughs> Farsight also begins to become aware of the warp during this time, mm -hmm. mostly because he's meeting psychers who are launching lightning out of their dick holes, and that kind of spooks him. And also right. gives him an uneasy mm -hmm. feeling. And if there is one thing to maybe describe Space Char besides the fact that he's Space Char, it's a un pervasive uneasy feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um... What do I remember? There was one of... Like, early on, before he met Pure Tide, he was involved with a war against arachnid people. Right? What? Yes, against spider people. Fun fact, Pure Tide only has one leg. What? Uh, some spider skitteries got into his suit and gnawed off one of his legs. Oh, this did very little to stop him. Pure Tide or Farsight? Uh, Pure Tide. Or, okay. or Farsight. No, Farsight. 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 Okay, yeah, because you said you said Pure Titan. I was like, all right. My bad. I don't know. No, you're uh, good. You're good. Damn. So, uh, Farsight, his his trials, which you have to do to get promoted in Tau military, uh, one of them was, we are going to stick you in a pitch black battle room and just have shit constantly assault you, and you have... To pass, you had to, like, just charge them, which is weird. And at one point, he asked, like, so what happened to the people that didn't pass and no one would answer them? <laughs> you know what Which that I believe means. to mean they all got murdered. Yeah. Even, even that early, because he was, like, a teenager, he, he did not feel great about that. Yeah. Uh, his second trial was a sim... These were both simulations. Uh, he was a bodyguard, and he thought that uh, some arachnid skitteries had gotten into the ship and were going to kill his boss. So he just, like, stood in a doorway to block the doorway and got eaten alive. But, oh, look, it was just a, uh, it was just a simulation. It's all simulation. Wow. Too spooky. Yep, too spooky. And the weirdest thing about Farsight that I learned today, uh, his first battlesuit command was a broadside. Nice. Oh, wow. 
and he hated it. <laughs> no, like, I can't I go this. fast. Yeah, this is too I, slow. Get me uh, out of this. Apparently, his commanders were like, "You like being up close too much. We're gonna try and temper that by sticking you as far <laughs> away as possible." Have you heard of the plasma gun? And Forsyth's like, "No." He just like he's like a petulant child. Just no. Don't. No, interesting oh, he's the fact, flamer. Interesting fact about that day uh, when they stuck him in a broadside. Uh, other broadside, his teammates complained of nearby heat, despite the fact this was a fight on a frozen world. And uh, as a test, an Earthcast guy walked over and cracked an egg on top of Farsight's helmet, and it fried almost immediately. Nice. Jesus. From the sheer anger of him <laughs> having to be so far away from stabbing dudes. Yep. Okay. So, the Damocles Crusade happens. Right, so uh, the Imperium right. fucks uh, off, and the Tau Empire proceeds to think how best to use all of their badasses. Our three favorite badasses, Kais gets sent off to just start fucking shit up anything that way, and begins to do so. Uh, Shadow Sun, let's loop back around to her, goes home and gets a personal mission from our next uh, ethereal character. Okay. John, what was your title for him again? Uh, Space Pope. Yeah, Space Pope, Onva. Onva, the Space Pope. He's the head of the Tau Empire. Was. The head of the Tau Empire. Is. I thought he died. <laughs> that is Imperial propaganda, friend. Onva is obviously alive. Look at that not at all flickering image of him in the square. Oh, I get it now. I see your yes. point. You uh, got it. So, uh, Shadow Sun gets a mission to go fuck up shit in another direction. Uh, and go claim some planets. Go claim some planets. Uh, <clears throat> it's also during this time that Farsight is sent to start clearing out an org infestation. Interesting fact mm -hmm. about this particular orc infestation. It's fucking huge. And I also think it was Wadoki. That's not a joke. I think that's actually what it was. <laughs> I was about to shit in your shoes. No, I am pretty sure it was Wadoki. Wadoki? No. No. Hold on, I, I, keep going. I'm going to look it up. Okay. The we must go being, fast to find the waifu pillows. We're... <laughs> We're fairly certain that uh, one, this force was actually a successor of the Beast, and that uh, the war boss that Farsight kills here is actually one of the Primorchs. Oh, and he which, was he was known as uh, as uh, Primorch Kawaii Desu. <laughs> probably. Um, my theory is it was probably the prime orc of I think I think it's the goths that were around here actually. I prefer the scenes. <laughs> oh, it was, it was Wadok. Uh, spelled D D O K. Okay. Wa 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 Doke Doc. I would I would say that's probably Doc. Why would you call it Doke? Because Cause orcs. <laughs> yeah, that's right, motherfucker. Uh, uh, oh, God, I don't like those noises. Anyway, uh, Doc. Oh, oh, hold on. Warboss Toofjaw. Uh, he was a... He was a pain boy. Shocking. Uh, get it? Doc? Because doctor. Why would you think it's Doke? John. I will leave the studio again. <laughs> no, and don't will, do that. You might I break audacity. I will send in Stadiel to talk to you about the Omnissiah. Do you want that? I am sure he has more pamphlets, you ignorant shit. He always I, has pamphlets. I like his pamphlets. We've established this. I enjoy talking to him. What? Has he tried to touch you with his mechadendrite? No. Pray to God that doesn't alter. <laughs> I ha 
I shit you not, I did see him once just casually pick up a cup of coffee with it and then pass it to his normal hands. It was very unusual. <laughs> I think you mean ingenious. Yeah, I, mean, Man, I, I would so, do I it I wish too. I could do that. Yeah, if I had the power, I would absolutely do it, but... Yes. That's incredible. Anyway, so he kills one of these perhaps beasts, and, um... The three ethereals he was sent with, uh, fucking die. Uh, he had three ethereals sent with him, and they all died in this fight. And so suddenly, this ta Farsight and everyone he had no longer had ethereals around, and suddenly started thinking about it. Excuse me, the orcs aren't what does it, it's chaos, actually. Excuse me. Uh, the chaos... A bunch of demons were fucking spilling blood on an altar, and there's clearly a ritual coming in, so they all fucked shit up, uh, killed some... Smashed some statues that repelled chaos, closed a warp portal, Farsight got the Dawnblade at this point, but then uh, the three ethereals get fucking deaded. And so here's something about Tau Protocol. Tau Protocol dictates if all the ethereals die, you need to stop and wait. Like, you need to stop what you're doing and wait for orders. A.K.A. wait for more ethereals. Farsight doesn't do this. And this leads him to question a lot. A lot of it spawns from his thoughts on the Pure Tide chip. Uh, him learning what happens to the brain dead thing that happens when they're removed. Uh, a lot worse things happened too. And at a certain point, Farsight said, fuck this drew a line in the sand and said, we do not accept the Ethereals anymore. Damn. They don't know what's best. Oh, and that's fact... like, that's heresy. Yep. He doesn't care, though. He drew that fucking line in the sand, and he takes it. Uh, he then sticks his battle suit in a museum in the Farsight Enclaves and goes off to fuck around as a hermit for a while. But he comes back eventually because, uh, shocking, um, well, he needs to. The, the, the worlds that he conquered become like a, a government onto themselves. And Farsight is branded a heretic to the point where Shadow Sun, his former, like, uh, Friend. best frenemy... And they were rivals, too. Yeah. Uh, was broadcasting from the place Farsight had trained, calling him basically a heretic, and then blew up one of his statues live on camera. Damn. Well, that happened later. Before, uh, Onva, earlier Space Pope, debriefs uh, Shadow Sun without telling her what happened to Farsight, and uh, sends her off to go do other things. Um... Mm -hmm. Well, also, eventually, she figures something out, comes back, and he, Onva owns up and manages to really set exactly all the things that Shadow Sun needed to hear in order to swear off her best friend, at which point she uh, blows up the statue and goes real... Weird pheromone powers. Weird pheromone powers. Oh, no. Um... She then proceeds to start going off and fucking shit up in the Third Sphere expansion. Uh, Onva has a real boner for that particular expansion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But his borderline arrogance of making the Tau expand too quickly kind of backfired. So before we get too far, I want to talk about the Dawnblade. Alright. So the Dawnblade is made of chronophagic... Alloys. We already Get talked the about this. Fuck out of here. We talked about it a little, but not in okay. like full. Every so time he kill kills, yeah. he gets the he life. Eats the life. 
and he killed a bunch of orcs and demons with it, both of which are functionally immortal. And then he also found six uh, anti-warp medallions next to the Dawnblade. He basically found trolls in stash. Yeah, nice. he found a trolls in stash. Uh, he found also, a trolls in fucking geocache. <laughs> oh <Yeah>. my god. <laughs> Imagine Trajan having a geocache across the galaxy. I, I, I bet he does. <laughs> oh yeah. I bet oh, he. Yeah. I bet he uses geocaching.com. He does. He has day. it on his smartphone, and he's just scrolling through it constantly. Like, I wonder if anyone found the Dawnblade or the six medallions I put on that planet years ago. Uh, okay, uh, let's talk about Space Seven Samurai. <laughs> you mean El Miyamoto? Or, oh, no, no, I mean the eight. Wait, but, no, no, I, I, I don't want to get to them yet because we have a murder to talk about. I want to uh, talk about the murder. Let's the talk murder? about the murder. So Onva, Space Pope, Space Pope, gets too big for his britches. And uh, this catches the attention of... Sorry, uh, John's lady friend is talking to me about Doki Doki Literature Club. <coughs> and I accidentally spoiled a thing for her, but now she just got to that thing. Uh, someone dies. So, go play Doki Doki Literature Club if you haven't played a... If you have played a visual novel before, go play Doki Doki Literature Club. It's free on Steam. Uh, it's very good and very spooky. Um... It's appropriate I'm talking about anime shit while we talk about Tao. Mm -hmm. Honestly. So, the Officio Assassinorum uh, realizes well, that they it, can take a crack at the Ethereal Supreme. It's important to note that Onva does a weird thing for his space pope and is on the front line all the fucking time like an idiot. Yes. He, uh, basically every place he goes, he makes a personal bunker and stashes himself there to command. Wait, alright. An assassinorum execution force figures out where he is, and they go in there and fuck shit up. Because, mm -hmm. like, why fucking not? Absolutely, why not? Um, it is at this point that, uh... So, these guys fight. The execution force fights their way in. Uh, but only one actually lives to get to the end of the hallway. And if I remember correctly, are... Is Calexis the right one? Or I, I'm is... pretty sure it's... I'm pretty sure. I'll, yes, I'll... yeah, okay. I'm, I was just trying to remember which one Calexis were, because I get them slightly confused with Eversaurs sometimes. Yeah. And it'd be funnier if an Eversaur did this, but it was a Calexis. Ree! Um, <laughs> Calexis assassins are effectively uh, super pariahs, who were also great with technology. Uh, this particular Calexis assassin also happens to be uh, one of the most anti-warp fuckers that has ever existed. Okay, so I want to talk about how stupid their, uh, their method of killing people is. Go ahead. They fire bolts of negative psychic energy... So they make you feel bad. From from something called the Animus Speculum. Nice. It's literally the evil eye. That's you, good. They drain the power of nearby psychers and then shoot out the negative. He, He's fucking dumb. That's pretty rad. That's, I think, fucking rad because Calexis Assassins, and you'll notice this when you look at their... Uh, their logo, because the Calexus Temple's logo is a skull with a giant fucking eye in the center of the forehead. Uh, they evil eye people to death. And also, this particular assassin locked up all of the Tau AI, all of the drones stopped working, all of the shit just ceased functioning, proceeded to laser eye every fire warrior in the room, and then personally fucking kill-indated Anva. 
it was to quote the uh a different article the end of the ethereal supreme was neither swift nor merciful oh no uh Yet, despite that, somehow, Ethereal Supreme Alnva continues to broadcast speeches every single day. Hmm. We're not sure <laughs> if it's an AI, because there is that, as we'll talk in Space 7 Samurai. Uh, there are AIs, but it might I also just be I think we're pretty sure it's a combination of body doubles, AI, and, like, holograms. Yeah. And probably, like, just he recorded a fuckload of speeches ahead of time. He was ready. He seems like the kind of fucker to have done that. Uh, real quick, before we jump into uh, the Space 7 Samurai, random firecast character who gets a decent amount of uh, work. Commander Miyamoto, Darkstrider. He is a sneaky boy who goes out... A He's basically Kais, but less... Uh, Mary Sue. Oh. <laughs> that that that's it. He he's a single. He's a pathfinder. He's a he's a pathfinder. So he sneaks in first, fucks everything up, and then throws the cigar behind him and doesn't stare at the explosion. Nice. Uh, that's basically all I'm going to say about Miyamoto, because we have some even weebier shit to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Space Seven Samurai, aka the Eight. So um. 163 years pass between Farsight putting his mech in a museum and then coming back to become a badass again. Mm. Um, they thought the Farsight Enclaves just got itself shit fucked up, but he comes back and shows everyone, nah, we got attacked by Tyranids and then I came back and fucked everything all of them up, and also brought my badasses in. Everyone, <laughs> say hello to the team! Now the so, A-team song, but Japanese-themed. Played on that, uh, that one Japanese stringed instrument we all know about. The Kodo? Sure. The, sh the, the Shamisen? Yes, uh, that Sure, one. you're the weeb. Shamison. Anyway, so besides Farsight himself, there are, of course, seven other badasses. Mm. Uh, let's just go in the order they are presented in this convenient picture, and also the article. Uh, cough. Number one, Subcommander Torchstar. She is a deserter, the youngest member of the team, and a pyromaniac. With flamers. With flamers. Nice. She's in a crisis suit with flamers on it that have flames painted on it. Nice. Uh, number two. Shasvre Ob Lotai 9-0. So, remember earlier when we said sometimes a dead dude can come back? Yeah. Yeah. Shasvre Ob Lotai was actually one of Farsight's old superiors, but he fucking died. So they AI <laughs> suit, they made him into an AI and stuck him in a crisis suit, in a broadside suit. Uh, this is the dude that taught uh, Farsight how to drive a broadside. Yep. Uh, also the guy who cracked an egg on him. Um, <laughs> uh, he's armed fucking up and down with uh, smart missiles, uh, missile, missile pods, missile drones, and a seeker missile. He got missiles on his missiles for his missiles with missiles. I wouldn't be surprised if the seeker missile shot smaller missiles. Uh, at one point he died, in or the AI died, but then they just took the chip out and put it in a new suit, and he was like, OH GOD! <laughs> it was very painful. I don't want to die anymore. Uh, number three, Commander Shavastos, um, old com uh, old friend of Pure Tide, and also he, or excuse me, old friend of Farsight, and he got Pure Tide chipped. However, uh, it was a prototype Pure Tide chip, and so his brain started to fucking melt. Nope. Farsight stuck him in stasis or in cryosleep for years until he got doctors good enough to pop the chip out without killing him. 
smart. Yeah. Just just smart. Uh, yeah, he's fine now, and he fights alongside his friend uh, in a crisis suit with a plasma rifle, a flamer, and two gun drones. I got better. Yep. Farsight himself, who I would like to note, in addition to the Dawn Blade, also has a plasma rifle and a shield. Fuck yeah. Uh, uh, Honor Shasvray Ovesa, who is an Earth-cast mad scientist. Yes. Who pilots a fuck-huge riptide. Uh, not only does... Does he, uh, he? I actually don't know what gender they are. Um, not only do they pilot a riptide, they're also dying, but are kept alive by microbots. Nice. <laughs> Just kept alive by micro-drones that he made himself. Also, pilots... Tell me this isn't an incredible idea for, like, an RPG character. All of so these are great ideas. This is just a really big RPG party. Yes! It's an eight... It's fucking lit. It's so lit. Um, Hold on, hold on. I'm about to reiterate my point from last episode. This is a Weeb 7th C party. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, number yes. six, Brave Commander Brave Storm. Uh, Space Darth Vader, uh, who cannot leave his uh, iridium-plated crisis suit because he took too many shots to the fucking chest. Um, also, he took down a bunch of tanks with an experimental weapon. He's very brave and arguably kind of dumb, but... And kind of stormy, too. <laughs> He's also equipped with a power fist called the Onager Gauntlet. Oh god, that's so metal, the Onager Gauntlet. Unfortunately, oh. we don't actually know what it looks like because they don't put it in his pictures, but I'd like to imagine it's a very Towie power fist. Um, which really, in my mind, they don't even bother giving it individual fingers. It's basically a giant dildo of made of pain. That's hot. You bet. Uh, so, number seven, Commander Brightsword, who is a pilot who inherited the title and battle suit from the previous Brightsword. Nice. It's, it's, uh, it, it's kind of like Dread Pirate Roberts. Yeah. Where there yeah. must always be a Brightsword. And uh, he also he fights with two fusion blades, which are melta swords that can be twin linked into fusion blasters, which is the most anime ass shit I have ever read. Yes. God, like we shouldn't even bother making up this fucking like we don't need to make up Tao fucking characters for the mech game. We can just play Lancer as these guys. I'm into it as fuck, dude. Brightsword is so cool. Last, Just as a concept. Yeah. Last, but certainly not least, uh, Aracon. Uh, Commander Aracon. Uh, notable for having been born in the Farsight Enclaves. Uh, also was the president uh, for as long as Farsight was being a hermit. He's a badass, actually, and he pilots an enforcer suit with a plasma rifle, an ion blaster, uh, an airburst frag grenade projector, and two gun drones. He's a cool dude who just deserves props and frankly would still be mega president if Space Char didn't come back. Thankfully, unlike Space Char, he's not, or normal Char, he's not going to be betray a betraying fuck because this is not Space Hitler true <laughs> fucking gearin chris don't listen to this episode <laughs> too late he says an hour it. in uh haha i don't okay. think uh, listens to this so last little bit when when onva got killed shadow sun was also on planet uh shadow sun got rescued by farsight and the eight and shadow sun having come to her senses now that she was free of ethereal mind control for a brief bit, basically did the you get a head start to Farsight, and he left. Hmm. So they're back to being friends again. Nice. Which I'm real into. So yeah. 
that's uh that's pretty much all the dank characters in Tau that I know of. Uh, the eight is pretty fucking dank, like they're real lit. They're real fucking yeah. good. Uh, it's real fucking cool. Um, the tower. Cool. Yes, the tower very cool. Uh, if you're a heretic, feel free to go look up all of the, uh, memes and pornography of, uh, Tau, because there is a lot, because we <laughs> live in a sinful planet. Um, there are also lots of chibi depictions of our friends, because they're adorable little weeb friends. Uh, and have their own language, which is just kind of better. Um... It's weird, too, because they like to shove Tau language in everything, but I rarely hear anything about Eldar language except for calling us monkeys. Damn. Us as in humans. That's rude. Yeah. The, the, the Eldar are rude. Fucking knife-eared assholes. Damn. Normally I like elves. Eldar can eat shit. Um, it's weird, too, because Warhammer Fantasy elves are actually kind of fucking cool. Uh... Fucking Warhammer 40k elves, fuck those assholes. Hope they explode. They will explode, probably. Uh, there's a 30, 50, or excuse me, a 30, 60, no, fuck. I, uh, I'm very tired. I don't know how it's okay, buddy. fractions work. What are it's fractions? Okay. What are fractions? Uh, so I have been... Okay, if you want to get into real, real nasty mathematics, you don't want to talk about fractions. So I have been XV104 Riptide John. Uh, I have been uh, X8 Crisis Suit Fuzzy. Uh, I have been uh, AI Chip Braden. <laughs> Uh, uh, remember to remember to follow the show on Twitter. Yeah, uh, there will be cool pictures of the models my dad painted for me. Nice. There will also be plenty of other pictures of Tao because why yes. not? And boy oh boy, uh, is that eight lineup going to be a cool fucking picture uh, yeah. that you'll all see? <laughs> it's very neat. Uh, yeah. Felt like I wanted to say something else, but I totally forgot what. Shit. Oh, let's tell you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, next episode, Inquisition. Yeah! Two episodes of Inquisition, and then after that, we will tell you what is up with 40k canon currently. Oh boy, is that going to be a thing and a half. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Especially to try to do it in a single episode. <laughs> uh... God, I can't wait for that, actually, because it's basically just going to be like, okay, Brayden, shut the fuck up. And listen. <laughs> Never. Uh, Did you say... Listen. listen. Fucking bye. 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 <laughs> God, why do we do this show? Thank you for listening to Grim Dorks. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Like the show? Want to show your dorky pride? Go to bit.ly forward slash grimdorks to pick up a variety of merch. Our theme song is John Hammer by Matt Lee. You can find him on Twitter at NiceWizardMusic. Our background music is Go Home and Be a Family Man by Norrin Rad from OC Remix. And remember, Ave Imperatum.